0: of the beginning of a two-day boost, a two-day energy shot for all of us. We know that when Ahasuerus made his party, he made the party in a way that anything physical, anything that a person could desire was there. There was food, there were drinks, there were everything. There was one thing, I forget who says this and who makes this point, Rabbi Feiner, I'm sure, will tell us. But there was one thing, and correct me if I'm saying it I'm a little bit off. There was one thing that was not there at Akashveresh's party, and that was music. Why was there no music? Because I'm going to say it in a way that I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, giving it what it takes. I may find it, please enlighten us afterwards. But some music is like the key to the soul. Music in, uh, is the regesh person becomes so elevated with the ability to see, to understand, and to appreciate that which HaKadosh Baruch who gave us, the world and Hashem and the Torah, and He said, if I have music here, it's going to be too dangerous, and therefore we're going to have the party without music. So really, the music is tonight the key, which is opening up our minds and opening up our hearts to allow us to appreciate and to understand how deep our connection with Hashem, with His Torah, how deep Hashem's love is for Kalal Yisrael, despite challenges that we may seem to be facing. So I appreciate everyone bringing the music in in, uh, Rabbi Miller, Dr. Silverman, Matis Rosenberg, David Love, all the way from Chesterfield, and Rabbi List, as well as all of you opening up your hearts and your mouths in song to allow us to appreciate what Rabbi Feider will share with us and the inspiration. Before we get to that, I just wanted to thank the sponsors. Obviously, our host tonight is City Shul, who graciously sponsored tonight's evening. And the Ahrechala in general is sponsored by Dr. Dov and Tziona in memory of Dr. Jay Lester Zephyrin of Gershon Zephyrin and Mrs. Marilyn Wolf Tziona's uh, mother, whose yard sites are all within the past few days. Yoyel Aliezer and Yisrael Avram, Gershon Yitzchak ben Yoyel and Malka Perel Bassa as well as to our platinum sponsors, Rabbi Shmuel and Deborah Miller, in honor of, I don't have the text in front of me, in honor of Epstein Hebrew, Epstein Hebrew, Academy. Hebrew Academy. And all the and most of those that are Marvitz Torah. All in Louis. the most that are Marvitz Torah. In St. Louis. In St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Louis. Thank you. To <laughs> well, Rabbi Todd and Dr. That's uh, that's Sarah Davidowitz. And to Mr. Mayer and Esther Klein, as well as our silver sponsors, Rabbi Jonathan and Dr. Lisa. And our other silver sponsors. To all of you, thank you. You should
1: be The Berkowitz family is the other Berkowitz. silver sponsor. Yeah. 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 Without further ado, <laughs> Rabbi Yaakov with Shlita, it's a tremendous chus, all the time, the effort, the energy. I want to thank you, Umka, de Liba, Mi Lev Mamish, really organizing, putting it all together. But I want to thank tremendously all the wonderful sponsors as well for joining our wonderful hosts and sponsors, the Zephrans and all the Debrei Torah, the Debrei Chizik, who contribute to the Elias and the Shama of all those family members in the Luchli Giganed and Shomayla, Mechayu Lechayu Lechayu Lamei just as well, Yedidim Narmanim Choshev Amora Daasra here, Rabbi Tzadok Shlitah, and all the Khoshva Khoshva Choshev coming out. It's a Gvaled Yischos, a tremendous kavit, and beis Hashem, this incredible community should see continue to the Shemayim Beruchnius, the Shemayim Begashmius, the Shemayim Ishparuchuim, the Shemayim Ekipleik Eiflayim, and all in the to keep striking, to keep being Marb. Quote Shemayim Ekanishim Shemayim, the whole Yom vayom Adbius called Tzedek. When he met Hashem, uh, the white shore of we could join with this Heile town in St. Louis. and We can all fly together on Kampffin to to greet Pnei Mashiach at T'meira v'yameinu, amein v'yamein. So Shlita didn't mention about the music. He was talking about the Haligah Gach Sam Sam says music, the power of music that speaks connects to the soul. And knew the power that the music would have. It's an idea I was just discussing, Rabbi Teller, the how of Pastor Shulchan Mitzus Tulias Rabbi Yisroel Meshklov, one of the close disciples of the Vilnagon, writes that his Rebbe Muvuk, the Vilnagon, made kamas siyumam ha-kol But there was one instance when he made a siyum, not just a kol terkula, but a kol chokmah And included, he writes, he had astronomy, he had mathematical, and he listed the same way Rabbi Ones and Aishetz in Yeruz Tabash in the Chidol and Midrach Kademus, they talk about the seven primary chokmas, But the groh has on his list as well chokmah ha uh, the wisdom of music. And the Vilna said that the Koach of Triasa Mesim, you want to revive the dead, the Koach of Triasa Mesim is actually encoded, encrypted in the Koach of Nigin in the Chokmasa Musica. And Moshe Beno was endowed, was given as a gift, that Koach of music with which to be Mechaia Mesim in our Sinai. Anyone who knows how to tap into that koach, not coincidentally, how many people the world over wake up each and every morning to music. Why? Because it speaks directly to the soul. It is. Music for the soul is, of course, the same way. And That we have books for our mind. We have music for the soul. Sam writes that he would give up to half of his Torah to plumb the depths, the intricacies of chokhmah saneged, we know that was the ikra avodas salavim, as the ramban writes in baloscha paraches pasuk chafei, ikra avodas halavim was Bashir, the zohar and vayikra. when the kohanim wore makrav the korban it was only Nesrat and lefnei hashem yisbarach and the kesher kavu when it was accompanied by shira salavim the power, the potency that's in the kohanimikin. Kotzka Rebbe used to say the longest journey in the world is from the mind to the heart, but music makes it so much easier. Ayde the kohanim. In the music, you facilitate that journey, you expedite that those rickshay uh, can go in and sink in penetrate, ayyadeh singing, when you sing it and you live it and you breathe it it becomes an altogether a different type of experience, so Yishkoyach for all those coming up, Yishkoyach highlighting the Chokmah as well, they say it's, it is an apocryphal story, but the Groh lived 1720 to 1798. They say that in the 1700s, he met up once with Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, and he sang for him the eighth note. We know that there were seven strings on the harp. About eight, Levine were privy to an eighth note, and lost of level, we're going to have ten strings on that harp. But the Groh supposedly sang for Mozart the eighth note, and he fainted on the spot. Alamaisa, the power of chokhmah You mix in the koach with the koach hanigin, and you could achieve. You could do. If you could do and accomplished so many unbelievable things. So, everybody said, let's talk tonight. Uh, Rabbi Yaakov mentioned that we'll speak a little bit on Adani, Amunah. Then we'll talk about Bitoch, and then we'll talk about not wasting our lives away, how to grow, how to stay. let's start with Amunah. It's a good place to start. After all, the Gemara says in the end Rabbi Simlai. How many mitzvahs do we have? He ask any kid in Cheder. Everybody knows there's 613 mitzvahs. Well, not everybody even agrees to that number. The Ramban, the Tashbah through a bug. The Rishonim already discussed whether everyone agrees to the number 613. It's only one line in all the shots. They asked the building of God. He wrote so many Sforib and all oh, Macias, all facets of Tyre. How come you didn't write a Safer in the Safer of like the Ramam, like the Ramad, the Smog and the smoke and the Sajagot. He says, what do you want me to do? You want me to write a Safer in every line in Shas? It's one line in Shas? the simlai 611 611 and 2 that's 613 it always intrigued me how do we know 613 in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi simlai and thus, not coincidentally the gematria of kirabi simlai is you got it 613 kirabi simlai we know the number 613 the feniaste id in accordance with this opinion kirabi simlai is 613. So we have 613 mitzvahs. The Gemara says, as the Marshal explains, the Hemshech HaSugyo, that the world, there was Eritus, a Adorus, and not everybody could focus simultaneously at 613. And he was Mamida the 613 on 11 years So does Ticca Mitzvahs. And the Gemara goes on to say, this one was Ma'amidah, until Ba'amidah HaSugyo, and LaMaskon HaSugyo, the conclusion of the Gemara. At the bottom of Chavdal and the the Gemara shares with us, De'bo'chavokok ve'amidah all 613. It comes down to what it comes down to Amuna. All 613 mitzvahs come down to Amuna. So everybody works on Amuna. And we all know that intellectually, we know that God created the world. We know that Hashem gave us the Torah. We all believe in the decalogue, the Asir Sadibras. And we all have Amuna, but we don't have Amuna Stop. Many people even recite daily. It appears at the back of Mosadurim after Shacharis, along with the Sheishachiris, we have the Animam. It's Based on the Ramam, it's a condensed version, an abbreviated version. It's a big D in whether the Ramam even wrote this condensed, abbreviated version. I in the Torah Tamim and his Borch Shamar on Tbilis Hashonah, and Yesachar Yaakovson in his five. I am working to say No, Not everybody is sure who actually wrote what the Ramam was, what he expounded and elaborated upon and his Akdamah to his Parisha at the end of his and we have a condensed version, and we have the Nusikh Imam and Mamunu Shalaymah. I believe wholeheartedly, Amunu Shalaymah, complete faith. It's bandied about many chassidish s'farim by Yenon Sukes. We have, we know, an esrog. Esrog, why is the Rebbe's an esrog? Very gushmach. Because the Mishnah tells us in Sukkot, that esrog, that's choser Mashu is possible. The only mitzvah, the defining definition of what an esrog preets other, included is, it can't be choser Mashu. And those maruma is certainly alluded to. And OCS esrog, what do we have? Aleph, tof, reish, gimmel. So many chassidish s'farim point out, that we have various andyanim of shleimus in this world. We have amuna shleima. That's the aleph. We have tuf. We have Chuva. and then we have chuvah shleima in the Ramam. perk. base of uchos chuvah base aleph chuvah and then we have what is chuvah and base base. We have gimel. What is gimel? We have first the resh Rash, refuah shleima refuah shleima lecholei So we don't want people stop a refuah ba'amah. We want it to be a refuah shleima. We want it to be a complete. Recovery, Legamri. And then, of course, we have the Gimel, and that's Gula Shleim. You can have various Gulas. We can experience Gulas from all the Dalet Goliaths, from Mitzrayim, from Bovell, from Paras Mani, from Yavan How uh, But the Gula shleimas is when Mashiach Tzadkenu is going to come. Esrog has to be Sholeim, Amunah shleimas, is the Aleph, Tof chuvah Sholeimah, Resh, Shalema, and Gimel Gula shleima. So I understand Rabbi say, the Ramam, the Rishon, to make it clear, there's a distinction drawn between shuvah and tshuva shlema. There's a difference between stop having Rafua when you can leave the hospital, versus when you go back to your old self, refuah shlema. There are various gulas, but the ultimate gula is characterized as a gula shlema. But what is the nekudah sachillik? What's the distinction between Amono versus hamonah shlema? Either you believe in something, or you don't believe in something. How we Magdir, How do you understand what it means to have a Shalem? So if I could take you back to the mid eighteen hundreds, the first daredevil to cross over Niagara Falls on a tightrope, he was known as Charles Blondin, otherwise regarded as the Great Blondini. And in the mid-1800s, he crossed over Niagara Falls. He didn't just do it once. He did it many, many times. And he would do it blindfolded. He would do it with a wheelbarrow. I'm a sugar nut, okay? So there he is risking his life right over Niagara Falls, and he's walking back and forth. And finally, he's got this manager. His name is Harry Calcourt. And Harry Calcourt says, you know, Charles, the great Blondini, I'm going to bring out all the media. I'm going to get all the television. So we're going to get the media. We're going to get the radio, the newspapers. Uh, you got to cross Niagara Falls in a tightrope, Are uh, you're the highway? why you're an artist, renowned all over the world. You've got to do it with somebody on your shoulders. He says, Harry, are you nuts? Are you crazy? Well, you think I'm going to cross over the guy on my shoulders, at least the wheelbarrow, blindfold that I can control that? I'm not going to go with stomach a guy on my shoulders. I can't control him. He says, no, you can do it. He says, you believe I can do it? He says, you're the great blondini. I'm telling you, Charles, you could do it. You can do it. I really believe you can do it. He says, Harry, if you believe I could do it, then you'll be the nut guy who's going to go on my shoulders. Vekachov. <laughs> If you look at the old biographies of Charles Blondin, the great Blondini, and the, the old, it's a pillar that a guy would do this, but the Guinness Book of World Records, you have a picture of Harry Calcourt, his manager, going piggyback on the great Blondini across Niagara Falls. Thank God we're, we're still we're able to write about it today. He made it. his never sugar up. So what do you see from there? A guy could say, "Blondini, I believe you could do it. You really believe I could do it? It's easy to sit on the sidelines and say I could do it. I believe in you. Uh, but if you really believe in somebody else, then don't You willing to put your life on the line? Therein lies that that point of distinction between Amuna versus Amunah shalema. We can all believe. Are you willing to sacrifice for it? Are you willing to make major changes in your life for it? Are you willing to be moser nefesh for it? That's Amuna. not stam Amunah That's Amuna shalema. What are you willing to do for it? That's what David wants to see. And that based on Moshe Shapiro. We know here we are heading into the second of the Chamisha Chom Shetorah, heading into Sefer Shemos. And after the Osis Samosima performed, we encounter, we witness what? Vayamain Ha'am. The nation believed. That's one Madrega, And then we fast forward to Parshish Peshalach, to Kriyas Yamsef. And in the context of Kriya Yom we read, You already told me I've been out sinking it. It's a whole different experience. I see things with a clear, lucid, a depiction I could see with clarity, this shechina, the presence of the Almighty above. Not stam mean, Yeah, I believe. Now it's what I mean to. and then we get to what the actualization of what was introduced at the outset of va'ira and again at the outset of parsha's bow. Not stam amun ba'alma the kini <in> yashem <Hebrew> lekecha. What's a yediyah? A is a full fledged experience. It's knowing someone. It's knowing another human being. It's interacting with a full-fledged sensory experience. It's mama's knowing somebody else. Somebody who goes to Disneyland. So anyone has ever been to Disneyland? Disney World? What was the hop of Walt Disney? You could go to one place. We know as one comedian quipped years ago, there's no such thing as a vacation for the whole family. If the adults like it, the kids can't stand it. If the boys love it, the girls are going crazy and vice versa. Uh, but Walt Disney said, you know what, let's create a Disneyland, a Disney World, and there'll be something here for everybody. You'll have your Snow White and the Seven Doors, you'll have your Dumbo ride, but you'll have your Space Mountain and Big Thunder, you'll have your Epcot Center, you have your Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, Adventureland. There's something here for folks of all backgrounds, all stripes, colors, shapes, and sizes. You can have one place. So what's the chab? What's the chab? Somebody goes to Disneyland And you go with your baby brother, your baby sister, or you take your child, and you go on Snow White, you go on Dumbo, oh, very nice. You go on, it's a small world, it's a small world after all, Ah, very nice. And then what? And then you go on your Space Mountain, you go on the roller coaster in the pitch black. And people like that. Why do people like that? Because the answer is you want to experience and you want to tap every human faculty, every human emotion. That's via Not That's the where it's in my mind. I want to feel it via datum. Kiner shel and tirumayim in was the key of the actualization when it reached fruition. When we saw, when we did what Shabbos pechesim and based in smale kolam we smelled that unparalleled fragrance of the tirach. We saw it. We heard the call. Vayarav esakolos yisop We saw it. We heard it. We smelled it. We lived it. We breathed it. That's via that's the Mysore Keh. How does the Raman begin? His magnum opus, the Raman begins. Yisoda, Yisoda, Chochas, Leida that's how he opens up uh, the Mishnah Torah, and that's how he closes in Sefer Melachim. And yet in the Sefer Mitzvah, Mitzvah number one, what is the Mitzvah defined as Amunah? Amunah Bashem, because it says, Anaychi. Sets so Amunah Bashem, writes the Mysore Keh, That's the beginning stage. But the Amunah's got to grow to Amunah Shlema, and then it's got to culminate in a Viadatah you got to really believe it. Atsanik lives with Amuna. We all have Amuna. But do we believe it? Do we have Amunah shalema? Are we willing to make changes in our lives? Are we willing to make sacrifices for that which we believe in? That's the crucial difference between Stam Amunah Ba'alma versus Amunah shalema. Let me take you back to Parshish Noah. And Noach, per Plus pos exion. We know that Noach was told repeatedly by a Shvogh that there's going to be a Mabul, a great delusion. It's going to inundate, it's going to flood the entirety of the world as they knew it outside of Eretz Israel. And what happens? Noach only enters the ark, writes the pasuk, per exion, pos me Meepnei mea Along comes Rashi. What's meepnei mea marble? That he only entered the Teva. He went into the ark. Zod Rashi. Rashi explains. What's gotten into you? Are you a Meshugana? The Yavishter told you the Mabu's coming. If God told you the Bible's coming, that's it. You've got to view it as if it's already raining. Just get into the ark and save your life. And that of your family, Woody, he's only entering because now the waters are coming down. And now it's up to his waist in the floods. What, what's he doing? Noah, get into the table. And we know that's one of the mightless of the Svardisha world. And oh, when it comes to the Ulama Sfardim, Rav Asherwai said years ago at a Project Inspire convention, says you want to come up with the ultimate yid with the perfect Jew? Perfect Jew is someone who knows how to learn Tyra like the Litvish Rosh Hashivas, Kandavan like the Hasidish Sherebis, has the Amunapshutov and the Hungarian Jews after the war, has the Yashurus of the Yekis, has the Kavoda Torah of the Ulama Sfardim. The Svardim, the Kavod Torah, and has the HaRavos Eretz like the Tziyonim, and has the Tzipis of the Yeshua of the Chabatzkers. That's a Yid. You package it all together, what's Mashiach going to look like? How got have it all together? But what did the Svardim? The Sfardim gave us a lot. But you know what they gave us primarily? Kavod Torah. Our boy is Levin used to have a Harusa shop. He used to learn with his wife. Every Shabbos afternoon, they used to have a Charusa learning the Haftirus. Came the Torah. For Parsis Vayera, it's taken from Elohim Beis Parakdalid. As it's fascinating, it's the miraculous story of Elisha Hanavi being Mechaya Masim of Ishushenamos. Ishushenamos hosted this illustrious Navi Elisha, the star Talmud of Eliyahu Hanavi. And he said, "How can I repay you?" She says, "I went years barren, infertile. I need a child." She gives her a bracha. You can have a child. She has a child. Soon after, the child passes away. So what happens? They say you got to go back to Elisha. You got to tell him the child died, and he's got to come back, and he's got to revive the dead child. Tchiasa <laughs> mesim. Sitzapela, open up your art scroll stone chumash, and you'll see the afterword for Pashas Ve'yera, it'll say at the posukah gimel kan misaimim What happened then? Isha Shanam has got in her ass, so she got in her donkey, and she made her way to Elisha to bring him back to be Machai Mason to revive her dead child. And that's where the Sephardim end. The Ashkenazim go on. Of course we go on. We didn't finish the story yet. Let the kid come back to life. And we have, it goes on to Posich Laman Zion. They end the Posichov Gimel. Sir Ilevins Robinson asked I don't understand the Sephardim. What are they doing? Ending the Haftairah. Can you imagine the Mamash in the middle of the story? Can you imagine you have a little kid? He's reading Harry Potter. And he stops the in the middle of Harry Potter. You gotta finish it. You don't know what happened yet. Kid, how do you stop in the middle of a story, in the middle of a book? The kid didn't even come back to life yet. I, Frank, the Rebetzin, Arayulavet. What did he answer? He says, that's the covenant, Torah and the Amunis Chachamim of the Sefar de Shevelt. He says, if Isha Shanam has gotten her donkey, and she went to get Elisha to bring him back to revive her child, then from her perspective and her mindset, he's already back. He's already alive. If I went to get the roof, that's it. I don't need to see it with my own eyes. Right, we say, what? Seeing is believing. Right? We can't make up our minds in America. Mitzarechat, Singh seeing is believing. Mitzah there's more than meets the eye. At the end of the day, right? I need to see it. I need to see it. Sephardim, they don't need to see it. They believe it. If Elisha was going to come back, then it's inevitable. It's guaranteed. You can view the child; he's already back to life. The Ashkenazim, I say, Let's go this way. We have to go on. We have, I want to see it. I want to hear about it. So the Ashkenazim read a whole bunch of sukim. as far as the man, They curtail the That's Amunus Chacham. That's Amunus Chacham. Noah. The Amos told you there's a flood coming. It's, it's raining. It's pouring already. You don't wait for it to get up to your waist. So, what's going on here? Alone comes Rav Abram Yafin from Navartak in a Sefer Amusim Hadas. Stipler gone in a Sefer Berchas Peretz a Freelander and a safer sifsachai, a safer and this is a point elaborated upon by Rav and the and But the four of those say it on this Rashi. And Noach, Paragzayit, Pusagzayit. The Noach, yes, he was a tzaddik, but you know what type of a tzaddik he was? He had Amuna. but the Amuna stayed in his brain, in his mind, in the rosh, the rishon leivare. It stayed sequestered in his intellect, but it didn't trickle down. The longest journey in the world, the Kutzker told us, is from the to the heart he knew intellectually it was inevitable yes there's going to be a flood but if I don't see it and I don't feel those drops coming down then I don't fully believe it intellectually I know it to be true but to feel it in every ounce of my being to live it b'chush believe mamish for that I need to experience it that's one level of a tzaddik and that's a tzaddik who's defined as mikitoni because if you want to have a munashleim, a means what? I don't just know it with my mind; I know and feel and sense it entirely with my heart as well. So, with that, we make our way to a fascinating gamachuya by the Ben Yoda. Rabbi Yosef Chayim the Benish He writes in his Ben Yoda the Anamak the bottom of Chavdal and Amanala. If you want to be a tzaddik, all six thirteen come down to what? But Sadiq asks the Ben Yehoyada b'amunosu. What do you mean, Be'amunah? tzaddik doesn't live inside Amunah. Nobody lives in Amunah. The appropriate terminology ought to have been. tzaddik im Amunah, You don't live inside Amunah. You live together with Amunah. So why is the terminology of the Novi Chavakak and the Treyasar, Perk Beis, Pasek, Dalad, that Sadik Be'amunah, with that prefix of the O's, base? Ma Pesha Hadvarim, what's the base doing there? Explains Rabbi Yosef, Chaim the Svar Shagado. He writes in his Ben Yehuda: If you want to be a tzaddik, it's not enough to have a moon over here. You got to have a moon over here too. Hamuna we know is gematria aleph mem vov, nun hey is yielding gematria one hundred and two. A tzaddik is tzadi dalud yud kuf gematria two hundred and four. You want to be a tzaddik? It's not enough to have a moon in your mind. Tzaddik b'amunos. You need beizamunos. Tzaddik gematria two hundred and four. You need a moon in the mind and a moon in the heart. One hundred two and one hundred two is two hundred four. That's tzaddik b'amunos. Yechia. It's very nice, we have it in our mind, but do we live it? Do we live every day of our lives? If that Amunah then Amunah Bulev, is it residing in our hearts? If you want to be at Tzaddik, we learn the right sforim, we believe, we believe, but the real test of life is can I feel it in my heart 24 7? Can I get to Matan it's where is seven ishma, Whatever the Amishator tells me I'm going to do. Easy way to remember, chapter 24 in Sefer Shemos, verse 7, 24-7, is the seven Ishmael. I Just put that in your back pocket. 24-7, we got to eat, sleep, live, and breathe. seven Ishmael. chapter 24, verse 7. Yes, I know you're going to tell me the breakup of chapters. That's Stephen Langton, I and Ramosha Art Scroll Commentary on Sefer Yechesco, page 443. It's Stephen Langton, the Archbishop of Canterbury who divided up the chapters of Scripture for Judeo-Christian debates. Granted, but to said nothing is coincidental. 24-7 is. Not so because you've got to live it, because you've got to breathe it. Because that's the real test of life. And Moe for Rabbi Sai, we're in a difficult ace sorry, Yaakov, right now. Kleisol is in a time of war, and we're experiencing Hevli Mashiach on a very tragic, painful scale. And Rav Dessler writes in Mirtam he writes in a few places, Che'elek Aleph again in Che'elek Gimel, that the real test of what Chev Mashiach, the birthbanks of Mashiach, and everything we talk about Gogo and all the Prodias that comes, that accompanies, Abias called Senek the real Nakudis For what? Rights are of desolate to separate the men from the boys, to separate the real, true, genuine Bali, Amuna from every other regular Yid, every other Tom, Dick, and Harry. You know what Davis still wants to see? Who's got real Amuna? It's easy. Well, life is great when the weather is great in St. Louis in the summertime and the springtime, and the deli is serving great food, and you got your coffee machine working, and you got your shiurim, and you got your colo, and you got the great... It's St. Louis. Oh, it's we got to get rid of that saint a little bit. Oh, but it's a oh, We feel the Kedusha. Oh, we feel the Torah. It's Myridic. And then what happens when it comes to the winter and the snow is on the ground and it's freezing and you come out and your feet get dirty in the boots and you got the gloves and you got the scarf and that. I always say, Adam Gold told me years ago, isn't it fascinating? Jews are very smart people. And yet, throughout the most famous yeshivas in the world, Never came out of beautiful climates. And the most famous yeshivas came out of difficult weather conditions in Europe. And of course, that's all, well, at least now, was not always so pleasant. Uh, but where did the and settle? Let's build the yeshivas Torvadas in berlin a lakewood on the east coast of America. And you know what? We'll build Tyra Cleveland, tells Cleveland, tells Chicago, Hailigus hey, like City of St. Louis, Rabbi Isha. I want an all year to go out to California, nice San Diego, seventy five to eighty degrees, blue skies. Let's all go down to Florida. Rabbi said, "We're smart people. No word." Yes, there's great Torah in California and in Florida. Chalitah Natami, bimotsa. There's this great Tyrant, but no world famous yeshivas came out of there. You know why? Because it's too easy. It's too easy. I remember once I was bought at Chaim Berlin a couple of years ago. And in the middle of the winter, I left the frigid snow in New York. And I go down to Miami Beach. And I spoke for them the night before. The next day, I had time to learn in the yeshiva. I got myself a cup of coffee. It was the middle of January. It was 78 degrees outside, not a cloud in the sky. I'm going into an air-conditioned, carpeted basement. the I said, this is gemaulding. It's gishmak, it's murdek. And you know what it was. But it was too Geshmak. Because you got to sacrifice in life and that's what's the true litmus test. Right? So if deseched v'meshiach are here to tell you, are you an Amistik of Amun, or You just read the right books. You went to the right shiurim. You listened to the right shiurim and Torah anytime. But did you imbue it and ingrain it into your heart, into your mind, into your psyche? Did you live with it? I want to close this section, Rabbi Seid, with a story from our neighborhood, Ms. Tama, you heard about it several years ago, Pesach time. It's a beautiful Chos and Kahlo. The Levin and Kaplan, Chos and Kahlo, driving home, while they were engaged, a drunk driver slammed into them, supposedly going over 100 miles an hour, and the car Elitzlan emerged as a fireball and they died instantly. <laughs> And I'm close with the Kaplan family, and I went to pay a Shiva visit by the Kaplan family, and I was there staying until the end of that night. And I turned to Mr. Joe Kaplan, who just lost his collar of a daughter. And I said, Tell me, Joe 101. I said, How are you doing it? How are you being machasic yourself in Amunah? Says to me, Rabbi Feiner, I want you to know that when we heard the tragic news that we lost our daughter and our son, a future son-in-law. My wife turned to me and my wife said, Joel, all of the Sfarim and Yoni Yamuna that we read and that we learned from our elementary cheder years, throughout high school, throughout yeshiva, throughout KOEL every Musa Shmuz we ever went to, every Chuvadrasha we ever attended, every Sefer we read, every article from all the Jewish publications that we read, you know what? They were all for to prepare us for this moment in time. Because when life is easy and life is comfortable and life is great, it's easy to have amuna. But the real tzaddikim, they live with two amunahs. Amuna not only in the mind, we all know it intellectually. We all know that Gamzu We all know Komad Abed Rechmanul Tov of it. But the journey of life is to take that message, inculcate it, ingrain it, to live it, to breathe it, to eat and drink Amuna 24-7, Naseh and To let it trickle, filter down into the lave. Not to be Mikitani Amunah Fakert. To live with Bez Amunos up in the mind, simultaneously in the heart. To know that every Musa we ever went to in life, because life ain't easy. And it's going to be difficult. And Klai Yisrael right now in the front lines, whether you're in the front lines in Gaza, or the front lines in your yeshiva, in the Meis in the world of Stoke Chesed, Mitzvah, and Tivev. We're all in the front lines now. We're in Ikvesod, the Meshicha. And Rites of is the real test when all is said and done is stand up and tell me who are the Emestik and Bali Amunah? Who really lives Amuna When life is rough, and you have the Yisurin and you still have Amuna. And you still believe wholeheartedly that that's what separates the men from the boys, the women from the girls, the emestika b'nai aliyah from stam b'nai Taira. That's what Chebli Mashiach is here for, right? So, said, We're going to pass the test. We're going to make up in our minds tonight and every night henceforth that no matter what Hashem Yisporah sends our way, no matter how many soldiers have to lose their lives, no matter how much fear we have to live in, no matter how much more rampant the anti-Semitism plaguing the world is going to get, when all is said and done, we know we are yiddin and we have a Kodesh Beruch behind us. Amuna, amuna, Amunah, hein barosh, hein b'moch, hein b'seichel, hein b'guf, hein b'lev, hein b'chosh. Ebeshto, we ask you for Siat and to let that Amunah journey down from the mind, sink into the heart. And we'll live 24-7 every moment of our lives. Shavisi Hashem l'Negli Somid an imamen Bamuna Shalak.